Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Welcome to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski, and with me this week I have Mike Kapler. In fact, we get together every week here on Grace Walk, uh, Grace Walk Radio just for the purpose of a casual conversation talking about the grace uh, and the goodness of God and, and, and how it affects our lives and how it just you know it permeates our lives in every area of, of this life. And Cap, I'm glad to have you with me again this week. It's been great getting together with you for the past year. Wish I could say the same. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We've known each other a long time, so sometimes we give each other a bad time. I hope you can bear with our lousy sense of humor. Yeah, if you can bear with Cap, that's, that's saying a lot. <laughs> if you can bear with me, uh, God will get you through anything probably. I don't know. But uh, it is good to, to be able to just uh, have the, the freedom to be able to, to talk about God's freedom, Joel. And, and we spent some time in Galatians last week, uh, Galatians chapter 3, talking about um, the law versus faith, and uh, the Galatians who had come to Christ obviously by faith, um, trusting in Him, and then somehow along the way they started thinking that well maybe maybe Christ alone isn't good enough. Maybe we need to add to um, what what uh, what we called on by faith, and that of course always leads you back to works and the commandments and trying to keep the law, which can't be done. Yeah, and, and and so we did talk about that a little bit last week, and and Paul actually said to these Galatians, "You foolish Galatians," you know, and we we talked about this. Who's who's put this spell on you that that when you began walking in the Spirit, now you're trying to be made perfect by not by the Spirit anymore, but by your flesh. And having been begun in the Spirit, why would you want to go back to that? And his whole point: let's let's keep it in the Spirit. You know, it's what God has done for us and the sacrifice of Jesus. And we talked a little bit about Abraham and the promise that God made to Abraham of righteousness by faith. Uh, righteousness that's not earned by our works, but righteousness that only comes by faith. Abraham was justified by faith. And the promise that God made to Abraham is something that carries on, that was fulfilled in Jesus Christ, and it's given to us in the same way, by faith. Well, I'm not sure where you want to start at with uh, verses this week, Joel, in Galatians chapter 3, but I know, I don't know if you want to start here, but I know we eventually want to get down to like 321 and work our way down from there. There's a lot of stuff in here. <laughs> I know. I, you know, I hate to skip through a whole bunch of stuff because we really didn't get through that many verses. Uh, like you said, we could probably spend many weeks or months in, in, in Galatians and, and probably quite a bit of that time just in chapter 3. Right. Well, uh, one thing you did, one thing you said, you brought up last week is you, you were talking about how you had heard somebody say that the uh, the opposite of faith is the law. And, and just real quickly, I guess we could touch on that in, in chapter 3 of Galatians, verse 12, after you know Paul gives a whole bunch of, uh, you know, talks about a bunch of stuff, he says, yet the law is not of faith. But the man who does them shall live by them. In other words, if you're going to live by the law, then you have to live by the law. You've got to do it perfectly. The law is not of faith. The law is of the flesh. And so if you're going to live by the law, you're, you're off on your own. And you've got to do it. And you've got to do it perfectly. Otherwise, God's not going to be pleased with you. And nobody does that. And so the opposite of walking by the law is faith. The opposite of faith is the law, and that's it's such a it's such a wonderful thing to come to that understanding to know that it's 
It's by trusting in somebody bigger than myself. And that's a good feeling because deep down everybody knows that they can't trust themselves. You know, that they, they, they know that they, um, they, they haven't reached the place uh, that's going to be necessary for them to reach. And they, they may not understand it, but they just know deep down that there's an emptiness there that only, that only God can, can uh, fill that void with and, and, and take care of everything that needs to be taken care of, he and he alone. Yeah, it's a, it's a total walk. It's a total walk of faith. You know, he says, walk by faith, not by sight. And part of walking by sight is walking by how well we think that we can make things happen or how well we, you know, by, I, uh, by us laying out the plan for our lives and trying to make it happen, whereas walking by faith is, is walking in, in blind obedience to God. It's walking in, in, in trusting that he's got it all laid out and that he's got He's got it in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands, and he's got our individual lives in his hands. So Paul here in, in Galatians, and granted we picked up in, in, the, in the middle of the book, chapter 3, and as we go through these verses here in chapter 3, he's kind of like, uh, these are almost like opening arguments. <laughs> Not really, but you know, if you put, putting a trial here in your mind. Paul uh, speaking on behalf of faith, um, arguing the case for faith versus the law and Christ and Christ alone, and works his way down to verse 19. After having said all that he said and what little we've covered so far, he says, what purpose then does the law serve? And then he, he answers the question. He said it was um, it was added. i got to make sure. I'm, I'm turning my page here. It was added because of transgressions, till the seed, Christ, should come to whom the promise was made, and it was appointed through angels by the hand of a, of a mediator. Now let's jump down to verse 21. Is the law then against the promises of God? Certainly not. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, truly righteousness would have been by the law. Mm-hmm. That one is one that uh, back in my back in my more legalistic days I struggled with that in, in a sense. Because I, I thought in, in the back of my mind, I think I get that. I think I understand that that he's you know he's talking about you can't be saved by by law, but but yet, isn't it kind of up to me, to, you know, to to try to you know make this make this thing happen? But he's, but I've come to understand, you know, there's a difference between life and rules and regulations. There's a difference between life. He says, if there had been a law which could have given life, truly righteousness would have been by the law. That's a mouthful, isn't it? No, there's a lot there, and, and, and Jesus Christ, he said, he's the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. And he said all kinds of things that kind of click together when I when I look at this in in the perspective of God's grace and of, and of His love, and of uh, in the context of what else Paul is saying here in chapter three. Well, in the next verse, uh, the Scripture has confined, uh, but the Scripture has confined all under sin, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. But before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. Uh, and then he starts talking about the law becoming our tutor. And this is just fascinating stuff that I, I every time I read it I feel like I I, I don't want to say I feel like I know less than I did when I read it before but it's almost like you, you learn something new um, and that's why the, you know the word of God is, is, is tells us that it's alive, it's powerful. It's not just a book. There's It, it, it breathes and, and it's amazing. That's right, and and you're right, Cap. Every time you open it up, if if you're if you just allow the Spirit, or sometimes God will just do it. You know, He'll just He'll teach you something new, 
and open your eyes to something that you've never seen before. So, you know, getting back to verse 22, the scripture has confined all under sin, and he's talking about the law, because he's talking about the righteousness that would have been by the law, but scripture has confined all under sin, so there's nobody righteous. And I think we went through that a few weeks ago. In Romans, Paul talks about, Paul quotes some Old Covenant verses that say, no one is righteous, no, not one. We've all gone astray, and all that stuff. So the scripture, and he's talking Old Covenant scripture, confines everybody as being under sin. So that the, uh, the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. Now before this faith came, and the key word there is before, before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law. So un- for unbelievers, people who are not walking in faith, before you come to faith, you're kept under the guard by the law for the faith which would after- afterward be revealed. Once you've come to faith, Paul says now in verse 24, it was our tutor, the law was our tutor, to bring us to Christ. It showed us our need for Christ, that we would be justified by faith. And then once we've come to faith again, we're no longer under that tutor. That tutor no longer is directing us to Christ because now we're in Christ. Hmm. You ever had a tutor before? Uh, yes. What did they do for you? Uh, I think it was with... Uh, I'm trying to remember. It was uh, for math, and they, they taught me. <laughs> I can tell they had a big impact on you, that's for sure. <laughs> A schoolmaster, another version says. Now, I had schoolmasters because I used to live in England. Oh, okay. And that's where you had a, a schoolmaster tutor? Schoolmaster. Okay. W- what does your um, translation say in the Bible? Does it say schoolmaster or tutor? Uh, I've got the uh, New King James, and it says tutor. Okay, I guess we're King both James, using... The... I think it says schoolmaster. Okay, yeah, we're both using the same version. All right. So the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ. Go back to the time when God gave the commandments throwing uh, those words onto the tablets of stone. And uh, it's so easy to understand how we really misunderstood why the law was given, don't you think? Mm -hmm. I mean, we just thought these are the rules to, you know, for us to have a chance at pleasing God. We've got to do all of this. But that wasn't God's intention at all. Oh, that's right. It it wasn't his, it was was actually his, his grace, his way of showing us I mean, the scripture has confined under sin that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. So God was giving that to us so that we would understand that we fall short. Like you say, Cap, it's not so that we would think, wow, now here's the rules. Now if we keep them, we'll be right with God. But God, in his grace, gave this. He laid it all out so that people could understand their need for the Savior that he was going to send. I think there's a lot of Christians today, too, and we've talked about this plenty of times, and we've both been there and even probably are there from time to time, that, that we, uh, we do want to go back to, to the rules uh, because we think that somehow we've fallen short. So if only I can, if only I can keep up with the rules, uh, God will be pleased with me again. And, and I think we need to go back to Paul's words and say, Are you so foolish? You've begun in the Spirit. Are you not going to be made perfect by your works, by the law? You know that is really one of the one of the things I think that that brings more Christians down and discourages more believers than, than anything else is is coming to um, a conclusion, even though it be a false one, a conclusion that you've got to add something to the finished work. 
And I spent so many years of my life under that doctrine of, of always having to try to confess every sin. That, that was from another program that we did a while back. Maybe we can touch on it again sometime. It was just such a burden, such a bondage to, to have to think that every time I did anything wrong, that I had to make sure I confessed that. Of course, eventually you realize I'm not confessing everything, and uh, that's either going to bring you further down or you're going to have to, you know, eventually just give the big blanket forgiveness prayer, asking God to forgive everything that you've ever done. I'm going to start all clean again, God. And, and all of a sudden, you moved back from faith into works again. Mm, and that's no, that's just, that's, no, that's not mm. the freedom. That's not the life that, that Christ purchased for us. He didn't purchase a life for us of ups and downs in our in our in our trying to figure out if we're right with God or not, or if we've confessed everything, or if we, if we, if we're righteous enough, or if we've been, if we've set ourselves apart enough in His holiness. It's not a life of, of putting a microscope on everything you do. It's a life of either trusting in those things or trusting in, like you say, Cap, the finished work of Jesus Christ. And there's such freedom in that. Wow. Joel, we'll have to wrap up for this week. Looking forward to uh, continuing our discussion next week here on Growing in Grace. Well, thanks for listening. And, Cap, thank you for being with me. And we just love uh, talking this stuff out with each other every week. Uh, We meet together weekly here on Grace Walk Radio. If you have any reason to get a hold of us, uh, either have a question to ask or comments to make or just want to say, hey, you're out there listening, we'd love to hear from you. You can get a hold of us by uh, going to the website, graceroots.org. And we'll be back again with you next week for more Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.